episode of the Gonzo Bible Study. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, today we're going to continue on with Pastor Rick Clark and myself, Robert Clark the host as usual. We're going to go right back into uh, what, what's prayer got to do with it. Last time we were talking about uh, sanctity and holiness and actually what, it, what we're pursuing through the act of prayer. What it exactly. is to come back into oneness and the wholeness, back to that factory reset, back to optimum functioning getting back into that and what that means. Uh, one of the, we, we shared many verses last time. One of the verses we didn't get have time to share that I actually wanted to bring in today, uh, I threw up here on the thing out of the Passion Translations, Roman 12, 2. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through the total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Yeah, as yeah. we're praying, we're, we're asking the Lord to, to have the Holy Spirit minister us and restore us so that we can live that beautiful life, that full life, so we can actually be able to discern God's will. And today we're going we're gonna to kind of step more into kind of discovering God and who he is and the that's person, right. person right. there. So, Pastor Clark, if you'll take us on. I think that's very uh, apropos in this situation that we find ourselves in. We just received notice this day uh, of a local plant that's having to close down for several days because of the viral infection that's been uh, detected in some of the employees. Some of the shifts have been shut down, and the whole plant is now having to be sanitized. Mm -hmm. We're continually being reminded of that which surrounds us uh, that can do us harm and, and that we're in a world that is sin cursed and there's going to be things happening or not what we would like to see happening. Many of us are asking ourselves, well, uh, we've been hearing about returning to some kind of norm and, and reopening and getting back to normality. But I think I hear uh, our good brother and my son <laughs> say to us that... Uh, Maybe we need to roll this thing back further and ask ourselves, have we really gotten in touch with the Lord God? A lot of things that we do, as Brother John Brevere in his work about fearing the Lord would say, a lot of the things we have done is to treat God like a celebrity or like some famous person that we know of. We speak as if we know them, but really we don't. Mm -hmm. And he says, and when that comes to our relationship with God, so often if I'm not misunderstanding him there, I believe I'm not. I'm thinking what he was telling us is many times we are climbing a religious ladder thinking we're getting somewhere mm -hmm. with God when basically we're just being religious about it. Right. And, and I think that word from Paul is challenging us to go deeper, mm -hmm. deeper still. There's a young man who whose family had been moved into South Africa back in the 19th century, went back for his education, him and his brothers, him and several of his brothers became ministers at that time, and went back and received his educations in, uh, in Holland, and a part, it became part of the evangelistic revival movement that was taking place on the continent of Europe at that time. And so even to the chagrin of his theological professors, uh, he became ener energized in the Holy Spirit of God. He, he, he found out what it was to be born again and to come into relationship with Almighty God. That's going beyond theology. It's going beyond books. It's going beyond religiosity. 
And, and so he wrote his folks. The joyous news, I believe, is the word he used, that your son is now born again and a son in heaven. And, and he came back and became a minister there in South Africa and, and became that great Andrew Murray Jr. that lived into the early part of the 20th century and wrote, I believe it was 250 works. Uh, of course, most of his crowning works were about the deeper spiritual life and prayer. Hmm. And and so anything you see about Andrew, from Andrew Murray Jr., you certainly want to get a hold of it. Uh, and and his book Absolute Surrenders in my library. I've got several of his works. Tremendous writer of prayer because he experienced it firsthand. Hmm. One of the things he challenges us to even to this day, he says, "Let this be your chief object in prayer to realize the presence." of your heavenly father Ooh, yeah and I think that's where we're looking for when we we talk about prayer and we even ourselves in the previous two uh, sessions we talked about some of the basic things you know step one step two, trying to step into understanding prayer and we'll continue right and so that we talked about sanctification which is a big part of this because when we begin to realize how unworthy we are we begin to realize how un unholy how from day to day we let the flesh take over rather than the spirit, we realize the need for forgiveness. We realize to we need to walk closer with God. As we do so, mm -hmm. we will find many of these challenges, many of these uh, things that offer us harm to fail in their threat to us. And we'll realize that we're being held by a greater one. Let me read here in this 60 third psalm what G. Campbell Morgan called the, the perfect the perfect plea of hope in man, this psalm. He said, Oh God, you are my God. I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you. In a dry and weary land where there is no water, thus I have seen you in the sanctuary. I have seen power and your glory. Your loving kindness, because of your loving kindness, it is better than life. My lips will praise you. I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands to your name. My soul is satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth offers praises with joyful lips. And he goes on, and he talks about, this was the writing of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah, and, and he had enemies pursuing him. Mm -hmm. He had the constant threat of death and harm to him and his colleagues. You know, we, we many of us have semi-quarantined in our homes. A lot of folks have decided enough's enough. You know, we, we can't endure anything nowadays. We're so 30-second <laughs> uh, news clipped that we, we can't even, we can't even go the long term. I hope you can. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. You know, and they were hiding out in caves without all the creature comforts that we have today. Oh man! You know, yeah, yeah. You know, as they're being pursued, they're you know lighting fires or not lighting fires. Uh, I, 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 cold. I understand. Yeah. They couldn't even get Wi-Fi. Right. You know, they they had it. No, rough indeed. Whatever our circumstances or however tough it is, and and we may be reaching out. We don't mean to be glib. Uh, we want to keep things upbeat and encouraging dear friend, and, and you may be in some very difficult times. You may have some loved ones in the hospital right now, and our prayers with you. 
and and we love you and and we know God's love is with you the father wants you to draw near that's right and that's what Andrew was saying our chief object in prayer is to get into the presence of the father one other writer I was looking at earlier in preparation said said that many times as we pronounce the amen we've gone we've left too soon to hear the response of God and uh, we're we're quick yeah. to jump into prayer, jump out of prayer, check yeah. it off. Well, I had my prayer time today, but yeah. have we really? Yeah. We, well, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, we're all here with our hands up on that. You better yeah. believe it. But this whole song, he, and, and it's not a very lengthy song, but it's it's we find here the characteristics of one who really is seeking the presence of God, mm-hmm. and that's one reason why I kind of wanted to come into this. And I I told Robert I I just felt like we needed to come into here a little bit. Campbell Morgan in his writing, his notes on the Psalms, it's just a small book. I don't even know if it's in print anymore. I've got an old copy of it and and uh, he, he just a wonderful, wonderful exposition on different Psalms throughout the 150. And of course, obviously some that were, were really got a hold of him mm-hmm. and all this. And he was talking about, uh, you know, amidst the, the difficulties of the day, Okay, that, that's where we are now. We all have it today to varying degrees. And he said this, over all diverse and difficult circumstances, it, arise, it rises up in triumph because of the knowledge of God. You see, that prayer is, should be taking us into the knowledge of God, should it not? Two things, he says, necessary for such triumph as this. There must be that conscious personal relationship. Thus, what does he yeah. open the psalm by saying? Oh, Lord, you are my God. That's right. You're my God. And I earnestly seek you. you know, right. I, I, I'm exactly. See, see, there's no. the other. And there was the second Sorry. thing. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Because the literal there, uh, many versions use the earnest, but many, many, and I have a footnote on that myself. While it uses the word earnest, the footnote says in the early manuscripts it was early. Mm. And so early. Uh, he says, do I seek you? Yep. And we see there that the relationship must be established. So rather, he says, fellowship must be cultivated. Relationship must be established. Those two things we find in this 63rd Psalm. And, and that's where he can come to in verse 5 and say, my soul is satisfied in you. Mm-hmm. I, and I, you know, there's that reminiscence of the 34th Psalm. I think there in verse 3 where he says, Your loving kindness is better than life. I immediately thought about that. I said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord our God is good. Yeah. And a lot of folks say, you know, condemn God, uh, talk talk down about God, blame God. And yet, dear friend, have you ever really tasted to see how good God is? Because when you come into relationship with him, you yeah. find out how good our God is. He, he is wonderful. And he is... He is as as in the earlier sixty uh, second Psalm. He is that it was that's often called. I believe it was the Treasury of David by Charles Spurgeon that called that the only Psalm with all the uses of the word only. And he says, yeah. "Lord, you are only are my rock and my salvation, and whom I am not shaken." Or, or uh, more recent translation would put it, "I shall not be moved." Right. <laughs> you know, praise God. We, we have the certainties of God. As we come into relationship with God, we come to, into the knowledge of God. And I believe that's it. Back to what uh, Brother John Brevere was saying. And, and so we come into the proper, you know, uh, the, the first thing he says, you know, is to understand 
that that the fear of the Lord is salvation to us. That's right. The psalmist said we need to have the proper awesomeness of His presence and of His love. So, yeah. I, buddy, what, what would you want no, to say on there? There again, you mentioned you mentioned Psalm sixty-two there, and, and I just dropped back a page. And as I'm looking here, one of the things that, that, that immediately jumps out to me is that 62, verse 5, Rest in God alone, my soul, yes. for my hope comes from Him. You know, that's one of the things, and, and there again, as you go back into the 63rd Psalm, as you're reading there, yes. one of the things, you know, as our brother was talking about that celebrity ladder or that religious ladder that a lot of people are trying to climb yeah. to get to God, well, God is talking about, and, and those that, you know, King David is known to have the heart, you know, right. they're uh -huh. of God. And, right. and the, the, the discussion here is always of quenching, of rest, of satisfaction, right. of wholeness, of being fed by God. See, that relationship is much more like you find when you go home. You know, when you sit yeah. down to your, your parents' table, you know, as I do often here, as you can tell. <laughs> uh, but, no, you know, the, but when you, when you that relational, you know, nourishing is what we talk about when we're going into prayer. When, when my soul, when I put my soul open to God, there, like it says in the sixty-second Psalm, right. is you know we're we're coming in communion with Him and we're being nourished by it. We're being right. quenched by it. Right. You know, we we have that desire, not that oh, I want to feign over God, although we do want to worship God and, and be in praise, but we also just want to be in relationship with Him. We want to we want to be embraced by Him. We want to, right. you know, that that nourishing nature. That's right. You know, it's not that he's just almighty God and we should be in awestruck fear constantly. No, Christ made it so that we could come and have reverence to him because He's we love him. You know, yes. we're not terror struck. That's yes. not what the fear is referring to. We, we don't have terror for God. No, we have reverent fear. We have we have a loving respect we have, you know, for God and who He is. Yes, as we're yes. coming there, you know, he, he nourishes us from His being. Our spirit is, you know, brought back to life. Right. Now, it's an awesome thing to come into the hands of the Almighty God. The Bible says, and He is that wondrous God. But I think so many from some of the early, older translations from the language uh, had more so that fearful concept, mm -hmm. like you were pointing out. And yet at the same time, we do not dare to let that go totally, but to realize that he is the awesome God of the universe, the creator of oh, all absolutely. things. But what, what, what does the Bible tell us about him? God is love. That's right. God is love. As we exercise that, and then, and I think there's one of the Proverbs you're going to close out with, but in, in Proverbs 2 and 5, it says, then you will understand, and I think this is a lot of what we're talking about, of what, what's prayer got to do with it. We mm -hmm. need to understand what prayer is. Mm -hmm. What was it when, when Jesus was explaining that in, in Matthew to his disciples, yeah. and he talked about when you're praying, and it was, there was the assumption there, you're going to be praying. Most yeah. of those young people and yeah. those those men had been raised to pray in the synagogue mm -hmm. and, and in their homes, but he said, what is it we pray? And, and, and there were three prerogatives right up front. We, you know, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed, holy is your name. Thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. These things, as, as one writer said, uh, are the absolutes. Do we, we pray in the absolutes because God is absolute. Oh, absolutely. And so, you know, when Solomon wrote there in Proverbs 2 and 5, it says, 
then you will understand yeah. the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord and will find knowledge of our omniscient God. Amen. So we will we will begin to appreciate, and I think this is what you were saying too, right. as we come to him as a loving father, a loving uh, father God, Abba Father, right. we realize that God wants to share that. Well, what the psalmist said earlier in 63 there, that power to see your power, to see your glory, to begin to understand the very essence of who God is and what he does. Mm -hmm. And the wonderful thing about that is that we begin to realize how that translates into what am I doing today? Yes. Where you're at today or tomorrow. The fact that God is there with you. He promised never to leave you or forsake you. That's a guarantee. That's a price, an absolute mm -hmm. uh, from God. And so this is, this is some of that reverential fear that awesomeness, that grabbing hold of who God is and the fact that we're invited into personal relationship with him. So, and what was your other proverb there? Uh, well, I, I have that one proverb. Before you go there, I also have that verse in Romans 8. Oh, I'm sorry. Share. Yeah, no, 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 you're, you're yeah. absolutely, I want to go ahead and go ahead and yeah. read that. Here we sure. have that on the NSB. Uh, in the same way, the Spirit also yes. helps our weakness. For yeah. we do not know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Mm. There I think we're getting back to where you were when you were addressing yes. that earlier, where we often will say amen and we cut our prayer time too short. And here it comes back to what you were just talking about there are the Proverbs, where, you know, oftentimes as we come into that reverence, as we come into that, we then are endued with some wisdom. Well, if we'll allow our spirit and work with the Holy Spirit in conjunction, It'll even teach us how to pray in those holy groanings, as the, as the scripture says. How the the Spirit will intercede on our behalf if we'll just stay in that in in that meditative prayer and just you know allow the Spirit to move and just bask in the prayer time, not even uttering words, not even right. getting in our own way or getting in the Spirit's way by by feel like we have to prattle off nonsense, but just. Literally stay in prayer, stay stay in that moment, stay That's in that right. presence of God, That's right. and allow the Spirit to do the work. Yes, you know, and that there again, yes. that's the, that's something we have to hold on to. There again, we're talking about prayer here. We're talking about who God is, why yes. we're interceding with Him. We're yes. we're seeking that sanctification. We're getting back into holiness. Well, all of that means we need to move beyond our terrestrial way of thinking and thinking that I have to say every syllable of every desire of my heart when we're just discovering what our desires of our heart should be in right, God. Right, right. You know, good. that wisdom that wisdom is coming from God. So if we're listening to the Spirit and we're not functioning just on our own cognitive ability and trying to, there again, climb that religious ladder, if we're, we're functioning in the Spirit, then we need to allow the Spirit time to move within us and move move in con, con, That's right. conjunction with where we're at and where God wants us to That's be, right. to reestablish that connection. Very good. I, absolutely, because notice he says, in the same way, the Spirit mm -hmm. also helps our weakness. Yes. You see, when you're in, when you when you come into prayer, you're entering into the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. And as as one writer said, you should put everything of the world aside, everything of your immediate household aside. You should go. That's why many, oftentimes, a lot of the old writers would say, get in your closet. You know, get in your little cubbyhole. Get in that, that place where you cannot be disturbed. And uh, yes, that might mean shutting off a cell phone. It might, it, it might actually mean turning off a television or something. You know, 
We need to get with God and and allow for the pauses, yeah. allow for the quiet moments, allow ourselves to get in tune to hear from God. In the same way, then the Spirit, who else would help? And we, as we pray, I know sometimes I've wondered myself, Lord, help me here, help me. I, I'm not sure how to say this. I'm not sure where I'm at. I'm not sure how, where I'm treading here. But he says, in the same way, let me, I'm, I'm purposely being redundant here. Listen, yeah. in the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. That's right. The Holy Spirit, yes, the, the person of the Trinity, you pray to Almighty God who sent his only begotten Son to be our Lord and Savior. Do you love Jesus? There's a question for you. The folks that say they love Jesus should be in relationship with Jesus, which means they have full access according to Scripture by way of his cross and the power and proof of his resurrection to the Father. Amen. And then the person of the Holy Spirit has been promised to us as a helper, as a comforter. Mm -hmm. And so in prayer, in the same way, hear it now, in the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. Mm -hmm. For we do not know how to pray as we should, or as we ought is the old uh, authorized version of that, <laughs> which means we should be praying. But many times we find ourselves going down a, a path that we just don't quite see where it's headed for. Well, that's okay. The Spirit, In the same way, the Spirit himself is helping us in our weakness. He's providing the light for each step, yeah. is how I interpret that to mean anyway, with groanings too deep for words. And it may mean that the Spirit of God is beckoning us to pause there. It may mean that the Lord wants us to step further with, uh, with our request or to step further with, with our silence and listen to Him. We've got to be willing because He Himself, He says that the Spirit Himself intercedes for us. Yep. When we're willing to step on in there, dear friend, he is there with us, and he's not there to keep us out. He's not out there to, to, to take us wrong or the wrong way. Or this. He's there to help us, connect with us, yeah. intercede for us with groanings too deep for words. As he who searches the hearts knows yeah. the mind who the Spirit is because he intercedes for the saints. How? According to the will of God. That's right. So it's all God's will. Yep. Just like he taught his disciples. He said, fellas, you've been praying all your life, but listen, when you come into that place of holiness with God, hallowed be thy name, realizing we're talking to almighty, loving God, our Father. And then he says, you know, what should be our, what should be our request? And we should be seeking the opportunities of God. That's right. Thy will be done. And who, whose will should be the priority? It should be God's, God's will. God's will in our life. Yes. And it's okay to say that, Lord, what would you have me to do under the auspices of your will be done? Because, hey, we are on earth. He wants things on earth as they are already determined in heaven. Yes. But you see, there's where we come in. We're the intermediaries here. We're the ambassadors here. And our choices will have a lot to do with whether that heavenly work gets done on earth. That's right. You see how that starts to connect together? Yeah, it does. And so don't expect that God's just going to uh, suddenly break in like a commercial break on television 
and get your attention. You, know, <laughs> you and I have to get into His presence. That's right. You know, and I can about guarantee it's going to be more than a thirty or sixty second break too. Well, that's just it. Prayer, prayer is our way of checking out the blueprints. Yeah, that's right. He, there you he go. laid it out. There he you told go. us how to function. He now he's they, got his. He gave us the scripture so that we can look and find. That's why we're looking at these verses. We're talking about prayer, and yeah, we're sitting here reading the Bible because it's part of it. There it's you part go. Of, part of the solution that's here. Right. Read the word. And what, what happens is, is as we're getting into the Word, and as the Spirit's revealing things to it according to God's will, see, we're getting to see those blueprints of how things are meant to function. Right. See, when, when God created man, we were, we were over everything in the earth and had control of making sure paradise functioned as it should, and all things were doing as it should, and we met with Him every night, and He was, you know, he was the general foreman making sure we did everything according to His will, and then we got separated by sin, and now, through Christ, we're entering back into that relationship. And so we have to spend time in prayer so that we can discern and, and get to know the will of God. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. You know, the, the Bible talks about repeatedly how the, the demons of hell know Scripture. Right. But you know what they don't do? They don't spend time in prayer. They don't no. spend time trying to commune with God and, and, yeah. and trying to... No, they, they separated themselves on purpose... Mankind has the opportunity to reconnect. We, we can reconnect with the Word, with the, through the Spirit, through Jesus Christ who gave us that sanctification, and, right. and, we can, and we can commune with Father God, the Creator, and reestablish that connection. We are created in His image. We have that capacity. And, and so, uh, praise God. I, I hope you're working with us along some of these things. We're throwing some things back and forth that we didn't even pre-discuss, and I hope you, I hope you will it, become involved in that because uh, we know that the Spirit of God is speaking to you, right. and He's speaking to us. And uh, the thing about it is, is tonight and tomorrow, uh, He wants to find us more seeking Him That's in right. prayer. That's right. Anything we discuss or we say, please fact check us with your Bible. Please fact check us with God directly. Well, amen. Spend time amen. in prayer That's right. and in meditation on any concept. We are fallible. Yes, right. We are human beings. We do feel the Spirit is working. We are trying to be obedient to the Spirit. That one verse Dad mentioned earlier we do want to get back into, Proverbs 8, 17, out of the Amplified. I love those who love me, and those who seek me early and diligently will find me. There you go. Amen. God assures us that we, you know, those who read the word and ride the ride will be found. We'll Amen. find him. Amen. Thank you all for joining us again Amen. at the Gonzo Bible Study. God bless you. We look forward to sharing with you again soon. Uh, until then, please go to thegonzobiblestudy.com. Uh, spend some time there just looking over other videos. Uh, if you have young ones in your home, check out the Gonzo Bible Story Time, where Miss Amanda is just reading Bible stories, plain and simple, giving, giving little instructions there, but just revealing the simple truths of the stories of the Scripture. Children, that's right. Because, uh, you know, if you raise them up in the way they should go, they will not depart. Amen. That's another promise of Scripture. Amen. Uh, if you'd like to support the Gonzo Bible Study and what we're trying to accomplish here for the Kingdom work, you're welcome to go to thegonzobiblestudy.com and click on the Sow a Seed link. There again, anything you bless us with, we do bless local ministries with the first fruits of all of Amen. that. Amen. So we're, we're always sowing directly Amen. back into the kingdom and into the ministry here. Like and subscribe our videos. Thank you again for tuning in. For those of you listening to the podcast on iTunes, 
Download it, share it, send it to a friend. Likewise, the clips on YouTube and everything else. Please share it with as many people as possible. It's not to promote us. It's to promote the kingdom's work. Amen. God bless. Amen. Make sure to read the word. Ride, ride the ride.